This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Panther Nation Podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Cut right. And I would like to introduce one of the hottest podcasts in Carolina history. Let's go. Oh, 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 yeah. Stop, let's check. Let's we got time to chop it up. Uh-huh. Talking analytics and fantasy draft. You know what's up. Panther Nation representing. Cause this is where we talk that. Talk that's so incredible. Make them rewind that talk back. Pause. Talking Panthers football. We discussing it all. On and off the field. You know exactly who to call. You know we the number one podcast. Competition is non-existent. You need to stop that. Pause. It's an honor to be a Panther fan, Paul. At Bank of America, that is where we ball. Coming to the jungle, then you gonna feel the pause. Winning the trophy for the city, it is the call. Black, white, and blue, we going Carolina strong. And this is the conversation where everyone belongs. Discussing all the numbers and topics, you know we got it. We the hottest podcast, when we popping, let's go. Yo, 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 what's cracking? It's your boy Rashad. It's your boy Dave in the building. Tuesday night with your boys. You already know what time it is. PNP in the building. Dave, what's cracking with you, man? Look, man, it's Tuesday, and it's almost college football season, sir. It's going to yeah. be on and popping this weekend. I'm flying out to Atlanta Thursday. It's going to be, I'm going to have a blast this weekend for the Miak Swag Challenge. So, Who, What's the, no what's the Miak Swag game? It's Jackson State versus South Carolina State. Not interested. Life after Life after Dion versus legendary legendary um, FC State coach, winningest coach in franchise history. In, uh, not not, not interested. I'm gonna pass on that one, Dave. You can have that. It's gonna one. be a good game, though. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think one of these teams could legitimately be on four when it's all said and done. If they lose this game after this game, they can end up going on four. So yeah, yeah. You you can have that one. It's you can have fun, that man. one. All right. Um, what else is going on? What's what's going? How's your weekend, bro? Everything good? Yeah, man. Everything's pretty good. I'm still I'm still unpacking. Crazy enough, uh, as you can see, my arcades have have exited the building. Um, I moved them all down to the living room. I still got a couple things I got to build. Uh, but overall, man, pretty good weekend, bro. Pretty good weekend. Did a couple drafts, setting up the PNP leagues, which I, I need some players, and we'll get into that later. I need some more players. But, yeah, man. What about you? Yeah, all is well over here, man. Nothing much. Just chilling. Uh, had, we had a fish fry up in uh, up in Lexington for the chapter. So, that was that was the Saturday for the most part. Um, just chilling, man. Just chilling. Same old, same old. You know, doing doing positive stuff. Remaining on You're the on, prowl, so to speak. On the, on the prowl, man. Pursuing your dreams. Radiate positivity. Overcoming an obstacle. Work hard. And loving what you do, man. Yeah, that's what we that's what we about. So, uh, with that being said, man, let's go ahead and get into this stuff, man, because this is quite a bit to talk to talk about. And hopefully, Dave, hopefully, uh, we might be able to get through a fifty man uh, roster prediction if we can get through it in enough time. Because I ain't gonna be up here all night, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, so I've overslept all every single workday this week so far. I overslept this morning. I overslept yesterday. Bro, was, you sent I mean, bro the other day. You sent me a text at like three o'clock in the morning. What the hell were you doing, dog? I fell asleep. Oh, three o'clock. That was Sunday. That was Sunday. 
That was Sunday morning. What you you had to go to work? What the hell were you doing? No, 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 no. That was like Saturday going into Sunday. I watched the UFC fight. I was oh. doing other stuff at that point, which was a heck of a fight, by the way. My man, my man, Sterling got knocked out, bruh. Sterling went 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 night night. It be like that, yeah, man. I was like, well, what the hell is this dude texting me at three o'clock in the morning, bro? Nah, cause you know, cause I guess I should tell you why, cause you know, I I, well, you t- a- I know why. I I mean, I know obviously. Now, yeah, I, no, but I won't let them time, know, cause you know, if you guys go to the golf, go to the anti alumni golf tournament, you might see a logo out there down in the putt in the in, in hole twelve. You know, what I'm saying I got a whole sponsorship, and we're gonna have PNP up there, so that's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, he texted me at three o'clock in the morning for that. I yeah, like, I wanted hey, a logo. I need a logo, bro. You needed it at three o'clock in the morning. I just when I think about things, I just send it. It, it, does, it could be it could be some random way. time. I'm the same, bro. That's just what it is. You know no, what I'm saying? I'm the same way, bro. When I think about stuff, I gotta I gotta get it off. <laughs> Yo, because oh. if I don't, I'm gonna forget, and then I'll be like, oh no, I never got it from. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, uh, let's let's move on. A couple of interesting topics to talk about. Shout out to my man's at Panther. Uh, Panthers on tap, man. They had posted something on Twitter um, regarding an article that was like, yo, the Panthers stadium ranks 22nd in the league. Do we agree with it? And I was like, hell yeah, I agree with it. But Dave, I want to get your, I want to get your thoughts on it. Man. How you feel about the Panthers stadium? I thought it could, I thought it could have been worse. Ranking. I thought it could have been worse, to be honest with you. If I keep it a buck with you, can you name the eight, can you name the 10 stadiums that are better than ours? That's worse than ours, excuse me. Um, I can definitely name twenty one that's better than ours, but can you name the ten that are that are that are yeah. worse than ours? So the Bills, the Bills Stadium is worse than ours. Uh, They've re- they haven't opened up the new one yet, but when they open up the new one, yeah. that's gonna change. Yeah, but right now they're playing. Ralph Wilson that is yeah. Ralph, I've been to Ralph right. Wilson. Ralph Wilson ain't that ain't that hot. Yeah, uh, FedEx Field is trash. Um, let me see. Um, uh, what else? Who else is out there? Dog, yo, you might have just entered the list. Nah, bro. Nah. The Bengals, maybe, because you know, you know. Paul okay, Burr, yeah, the Bengals. Know, the owners cheap. Bengals, Bengals. Jungle, the jungle. That jungle ain't been jungling for a long nah, time. That's more like a. Nah, uh, nah, fam. Let me tell you something about New England. Cause I've been there. Gillette's nice. Gillette is nice, bro. And then the whole Patriots place. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. The Patriots should be ahead of the, of the power rankings. Yeah, because I mean, I, I was like, yo, it, it definitely ranks, uh, like, from an age standpoint, we have the eighth oldest um, stadium in, in the league, which is kind of crazy, obviously, since we were founded in 95 or 93, technically. Uh, you would think that our joint, you know, would be kind of newer, or but it's just we've renovated after renovated after renovated. And, you know, I said this on Twitter. I was like, yo, those little bunker suites and all that, that that shit is cool and all that, the layer and all that stuff. Yo, 99% of the fans, the PSL owners and all that stuff will never see those kind of upgrades. So for us, we like, yo, this is, this is I mean, we never going to see that. So how can we assess something we're never going to see? Now, I say the escalator joint is dope. I would say they did upgrade the Wi-Fi because you can actually get on Wi-Fi. Um, I remember at one point, Wi-Fi was not, it was not even a thing. You, you couldn't even... Your signal in the stadium was going to be garbage, uh, but I'm, they did upgrade that, so that's fire. Outside of that, man, I, I mean, I can't really. I mean, I can't really. The ba- the Bears is worse. I agree there. Soldier Field, because that's that's old. 
Even Lambo got upgrades, bro. Yeah, we definitely have Wi Fi at the stadium, bro. We definitely, definitely have Wi Fi. We get Wi Fi. Because I remember, I, I think fantasy was a big thing for folks to adjust their rosters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they definitely upgraded the Wi Fi for sure. Ain't nobody going to them games. They can't make, they can't check to see if Terry McLaurin got his 10 catches today, dog. Like, I mean, yeah. just the way I don't, is. I can pull the list up. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can find I got to go on Twitter, but they definitely posted the list. Uh, let me see if I can find the article. Yeah, it, it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty, bro. Uh, with with the with the stadiums, and I, I I agree. I think it is time for us to get a new stadium. Um, I, I understand the 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 politics behind it, um, because you know there is, you know, you got to fight with the city and all that stuff. So I get it. I get it. I completely understand why they th- that we don't have a stadium. Why Tepper isn't just all right. Let's go ahead and get a stadium. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know, I don't know. But even y'all talking about Lambeau Field, nah, Lambeau Field was ranked like number three on the list, bro. Mm-hmm. They up, they upgrade that stadium, bro. They really upgrade that stadium. Yeah, so U.S. Whenever, Bank, when, U.S. Bank was the first, was number one. So far, number two, Lambeau number three, and the, the thing is, it's a pay behind the paywall, so I can't, I can't get to the bottom of the list fast enough. But uh, that's the top three. So. Yeah, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not shocked by those top three because Lambo, Lambo, they upgrade. Whenever they need an upgrade, they'll 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 sell some stock. They'll sell some stock to the um to the fans, so the fans are paying for it. They own a share of the Packers. So yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, shout out to Panthers on Tap for posting that man. Follow them on Twitter uh, if you want to see the kind of dialogue behind it. But yeah, it's it uh, it is definitely. Yeah, we need to upgrade our stadium, bro. Everybody's getting new stadiums. The bill, even the bills, as long as they've been they've been around, like they're finally getting new stadium. Obviously, that came with Josh Allen and all the the excellent play they've had over the past couple of years. But you know, even they have a new stadium right now. So hopefully, with Bryce between this Bryce era, we'll we'll be able to get a new stadium. Uh, but yeah, definitely with success, I, I can imagine a new stadium will come along with that. Yeah, I would. Titans I would agree. Got a rough Titan, too. Yeah, t- Titans is pretty bad. I would agree with that. Their joint is pretty trash. I've been over there. It's pretty. It's pretty trash. The view is nice and everything, but it's pretty trash. All right. Um. Let's see. Let's move on. All right. So this is going to. This is the injury report. So injury updates. So Terrace Marshall's still out. Derek Wright's still out. Henry Anderson. I haven't heard from him. Uh, ankle for Cam Irving. Stephon Sullivan. I don't know what his thing is, but. Uh, I think he's still out. Demir Bird, we know, is on IR. So for some new injuries, bro, LaVisca Chenault has a concussion. He's in the concussion protocol. That happened at practice yesterday. Uh, you know, Frank Wright kind of described what the injury was, but, you know, he's going to be in the protocol. So wouldn't expect to see him this last preseason game. Um, Amari Barno. So Amari Barno was injured at practice today. It sucks because we'll talk about Marquise Haynes and how we got – him back, but now Amari Barno left on a cart. That's unfortunate. And Dante, I put Dante Jackson's gout up here. That's funny. That's shout out to Pat Coltrane. I, I don't know if it's, it's ankle or something like that, but I just put gout because it's always a, a foot or leg or injury with him because uh, I know he had that toe. It's just funny. It, it, that, Why did you know, Rashad? Shot. You ain't got to do Pat Coltrane, bro. Shout out to my man, Pat. <laughs> Oh, 
<sighs> he doesn't have gout, man. He doesn't guys. have gout. It's a joke. He does not have gout. I'm it's just dying. I look. I, I had to move my my. I had to move my my browser to make sure I saw what I thought I saw. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Because it's but always yeah, hurt. Shout out to Pat Coach. That's a callback to Pat. He said Dante Jackson's gout would be acting up. That's why he be missing so many games. Uh, especially when he had that toe injury a couple years ago. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So shout out to Pat, yo. Shout out to Pat, man. Uh so all right. Uh let, again, in, in, any concerns, Dave? I mean, talk, let's look at these injuries. The list is getting we got a couple guys back we'll talk about in a second, but this this list right here, how you feeling about it? I wanted to do the the Mike Tyson spinal for Terrence Marshall, but I'm not going to. Spinal. Um, oh, man. Ah, God. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at this to try to decide if this is going to affect folks' chances to make it a roster. I think it's going to hurt Derek White if he don't get back out there. And I think it's going to hurt. Um, I don't think it'll hurt Chenault. But. Bardo, man, that sucks, man, because he was he was starting to come around, man. He was starting to come along, too. That one hurt that he got hurt today. And Dante, man, I don't know what to say about Dante, bro. You know, it's funny, and, I, and I'll go in and say this. In the Patreon, shout out to the shout, shout out in the, in the Discord, shout out to the folks who are Patreon subscribers. We were having a discussion about who to blame for the contract extension. I'm like, no, everything's on rule. Because I, I, that was doing the rule error, so I'm putting it all on him. Because they were trying to like, well, we don't want to, we can't just blame every. we just can't keep blaming him. I'm like, dog, he was there with, he agreed to sign him that, sign him that extension for Dante. You know, knowing that he's had injury history, he's had an injury history. So, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, th- th- that's, that's the report, man. And again, it's the final preseason game, but, you know, Frank Reich has said that he is going to start. Our starters, our offense starters, going to play. I'm sure some of the, I'm sure some of the defensive vets are going to sit, which is cool for for the final preseason game. But some of these guys can use some reps, uh, like Barno, like Chanel. I think, and again, I, I think that we haven't paused major pauses, but we haven't seen the Levisic packages yet. Uh, we haven't seen um, him in the backfield and all that. Again, pause. We haven't seen him taking snaps in the backfield uh, and all that. So it, it's going to be interesting to see out. I would like I can't wait to see week one because we're quote unquote. You know what's gonna be the biggest letdown though? We talk about all this vanilla and all this stuff, man. It would be a super letdown if our offense was garbage week one, bro. Cause you, you sit here claiming you hiding all this stuff and um and and oh it said I'm breaking up. Hold on. Yeah, I was gonna about to, I was gonna talk to you about that. You I don't know what in and out. It was kind of weird. It was looking yeah. fine, it was going fine as of late, but yeah, I don't know. It's good now. You're straight now. Good. You good? Yeah. All yeah. right. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I forgot what I was saying, but um, about all the vanilla and oh vanilla, yeah, yeah, it would be super off. It's gonna be come come week one uh, that we're sitting here hiding all this stuff, and and, and our our offense comes out and be complete trash. Uh, like that would be a super letdown, considering we're trying to do all this vanilla stuff, and I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. The, t- the 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 fan base will panic if we look atrocious offensively, week one. They would panic because you're really hiding, bruh. You better show something. But we got the Steelers this weekend, right? Who are we playing this week? 
The Steelers? Lions. No, Lions. The we don't Lions. play the Steelers this preseason. For once in flight oh, forever. Man. That's why I assumed it was the Steelers because I'm like. Yeah. We typically do play the Steelers every year, every preseason, but that, that hasn't happened. Yeah, the Lions. All right, that's that's who's going to be out um, or who hasn't practiced. As far as who we got back, some guys did come back to practice today. Uh, Kay Mays came back. Jordan Thomas came back, who was an edge rusher, kind of on the back end of the uh, the depth chart there. Miles Sanders came back. So Miles, San- Miles Sanders is back. Uh, Marquise Haynes Jr. is back, which is great. And DJ Johnson is also back. Apparently he missed uh, some time, um, but he's back. So, Dave, uh, any thoughts on – these guys coming back. Uh, I'm I'm glad we got Marquise Haynes back. I spelled his name wrong, but Marquise Haynes, glad we got him back, bro. Any any thoughts on those? Yeah, I agree. Marquise Haynes returning his major uh, to help out the defensive line. Miles Sanders coming back is also interesting because we really haven't seen him in the preseason either. Um, K. Mays, yeah, I think he needs to come back because a lot of folks weren't impressed with him in that first game. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that goes. Yeah, and, and uh, Frank Reich did mention in, in regards to KMAs, they're going to want to see him out there, but at the same time, they didn't want to uh, rush him back from his injury. So I, I think that's just an excuse for them to push him down the depth chart and say, all right, Zavala played pretty good week one or in this past week, and now we're going to push KMAs down the depth charts. I think it's a solid excuse for that. But um, yeah, so Miles Sanders, probably not going to see him. Uh, on Friday, so that's cool. I mean, he's he's a vet. We don't, you know, you see how these running backs are dropping like fro- dropping like flies. We don't need to put it, uh, put our our RB one at risk of getting injured. And again, Marquise Haynes. Now that we got Justin Houston, I think Marquise Haynes can actually uh, be at that third down, that that pass rusher, that pass rush specialist, because he's gonna be he he when he gets his reps, he's pretty solid. Uh, but now he can pin his ears back on third down and use his speed to get after people. So, and good to get DJ Johnson back. He had a pretty good preseason game. So, um, any uh, any other thoughts before we move on? Nah, man, it was good to de- like I said, like I said, Marquise Haynes, DJ Johnson, Miles Sanders. Those are three I'm I'm very looking forward to. I was very concerned about Miles Sanders because it I was worried whether or not it was going to be like a long term type of situation. So it's good to know that he's reporting his backpack. So that's great. Yep. All right. So we got to talk about um, the roster moves that we made. A, a surprising cut here. Marquand McCall, this dude was was DT1 uh, or at least a starter on the depth chart when they released it. He was not only was he a starter or a starter on the depth chart, he actually started week one. Right. So then we come out or preseason week one. Then he comes out and he gets cut a few weeks later. And all that, you know, all this time we spent with training camp, mini camp, OTAs, they wait until preseason week number two to determine that he wasn't a fit. Make it make sense, Dave. What you think, bro? He was a guy from the previous era. I'm shocked that he did get let go. But he was a guy from the previous era. And on top of that, Frank Wright kind of pretty much commented saying that he just wasn't doing what he wanted they wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Cause that could mean a lot. So I know folks were shocked. And I and by the way, man, I've been on these Twitter streets. You guys saying, well, 
you make a comment like that about him, but what about Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan might be doing what they're supposed to do. They're just not doing it at the level that you guys want him to see. And I can't believe I'm defending Michael Jordan, but, I mean, that's just probably what's, what's happening. You can't compare the two. I'm more curious about who's going to be playing defensive tackle, who's going to be starting at defensive tackle right now. Unless they're going to change. Well, you got, I mean, you got Deshaun Williams, you got, uh, you you got Tuttle and you got DB. I mean, so I I don't look at, I don't look at it as a huge loss by any means, but it's just surprising because the guy was, I already got, and he's already gotten picked up too. Yeah. He got picked up by the Patriots. So I I just, I just think that uh, from, from what I saw at camp, uh, he was winning his one-on-ones. He was playing pretty solid. I just thought, I just, I just question, why did it take so long for them to make this determination? You had all this time to figure out why he wasn't a fit, and then it, it has to be something else uh, at play here. I don't. It has to. You, you can't. That just doesn't make sense to come out and say, "I get it. We're all on the same page. We're just going to say a scheme fit," but it has to be something else, bro. It has to be. I, I, I can't. It can't just be a scheme thing or, or, uh, you know, he wasn't doing what they, yeah, well, it can, it can be he wasn't doing what they say, that what they wanted I'm him telling to do. You, that's what it has to be because that, there's that no other, like, the, and like somebody early in the channel, like they said there might have been more to it. And I'm like, the Patriots picked them up off waivers. They play a 3 4 2. So, and, I, and one would argue that Bill Belichick probably knows the 3 4 probably better than most coaches did more than most coaches in the league. So, that does not compute. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I did I did watch the Dan, the Dan Morgan interview, and I, I yeah, he did kind of say something in regards that he wasn't, he wasn't doing what was asked. I, I did, I did listen to, we didn't quite get the full story, but I think it has to be, it got to be something else behind the scenes. And I, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know what it is. I don't, don't want to sit up here and speculate, but. You know, I think I think it is kind of kind of weird to wait all the way until preseason week two to say, all right, he ain't a scheme fit. Like going that just doesn't. Week, going into week three, you let him going go. into week three. Yeah, well, this is technically week three, preseason week three week. So I, I, anyway, I, I don't know. It, it was weird, but at the end of the day, somebody had to be cut because we did end up picking up Troy Hill. Now we know um, we know my man's has some. He goes back to the system with Evero and Cooley. He has all the connections. And, um, you know, I think this was a – I'm not surprised with this signing uh, because – and I think people are quickly quick to go to Dante Jackson and say, oh, this is an indication of Dante Jackson. But I, this is – my opinion is that I think it has a bigger a bigger um, indication on how they feel about the depth of our cornerback position. I think that, you know, guys like, you know, these, these undrafted guys that we picked up, like Rez John Wright and Maven and all these guys, I feel like some of those guys didn't quite pan out the way they thought they were, mm-hmm. and they didn't have to go and pick up Troy Hill because they knew he was on the back burner. Same with Justin Houston, right? They waited a long time before they signed him. My thing is that they just waited it out. They had Troy Hill in the tuck. They knew they were going to get him. He already knows the scheme, but they were trying to wait until these guys panned out, and it it just didn't work. I don't think it has much to do with Dante Jackson. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, because you know, I, I, you know, I agree with you. You you know you know you know what they're saying about my man CJ. If Dante go down, you know CJ pu- pulling up, and don't act like y'all didn't hear. Don't act like y'all didn't hear what Frank Wright said. Don't act like y'all didn't hear because I know y'all heard it. I know y'all did. I know y'all heard what Frank Wright said about CJ Henderson today. 
You know, I, I don't need to repeat. I, I'm going to let y'all repeat it. But y'all know what he says. So I ain't worried about Dante Jackson, to be honest with you, because CJ got that on lock. Okay, I'm fully confident in that. It's more about the other folks. Okay. All right. So what y'all think? Um, Dave, my fault. I spoke a lot. What you think about it? I think it's a good pickup for us. But like I said, I agree with you with regards to it being a depth piece. I don't think he's going to be like that is a, a – a, it's a big indicator for the undrafted free agents in that position group. I know we were very, a lot of folks were very high on Rajon Wright, thinking that he had a legitimate shot to, to have a lot of playing time, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I'm wondering what it says about your Keith Taylors and those guys too. Right. Yeah, it's only so many spots, and we can go through it. We can go through it today. Um, and, and like go through spot by spot and, and see how it fits and who you're going to select versus who you're not going to select. But it's the, the guys we are picking up. I mean, it's gonna it's getting pause. It's getting tight, bro. But and so some people are asking, what about what what is what did Frank Wright at, say about C.J. Henderson, bro? He said he's Mister Consistent. You call him Mister Consistent. Not not only did not only that, you got to read the body language when he asked about CJ Henderson. Oh, he got a little excited, a little he got a little you know a little bravado came to him. He ain't just say it; he kind of perked up a little bit. You feel me? Mm. So he it wasn't just about what he said; it's how he said it. You know, and I don't need to you know what I mean I don't need to I don't need to boast because I saw this. Kind of, I don't need to you know I don't need to you know uh, you know pat myself on the back because I knew what time it was. CJ Henderson is about to ball out, bro. And uh, you know, as soon as Dante go down, he, he, and knock on wood, I hope it doesn't happen. But based on recent history, you know, CJ Henderson is going to be playing a lot of a lot of a lot of snaps uh, this year. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when he gets that opportunity, CJ Henderson is going to ball out, Mister Consistent. Dog, if he ain't consistent on Sunday, that shit don't matter. You know that, right? I just want to remind you. He can be missing consistent all he want in training camp. He can be missing consistent in these preseason games that don't count, except for the Ravens, because they did catch that fade against Washington. He can be missing consistent all you want. But if he ain't missing consistent on Sunday, he will be. All we're going to say is going to be like, same old CJ. He will be giving up 60 yard bombs. He, no, he won't. It's different scheme, bro. Coaches, I told y'all. I done told I ain't I don't have to rehash it. I done told you. No, what, you can tell us all you want. I could just tell you what the tape looked like during the regular season on Sundays. And Noli, the reason why he's he's CB three is because they're trying to give Dante Jackson the benefit of the doubt. When you paying this man thirteen whatever million per year like we are, of course he's gonna be CB two. You're not gonna you're not gonna give him that. You still you still got CJ Henderson on a rookie deal. You're gonna give the man you're paying thirteen. Which you didn't. Which, check. which they did not give a fifth year option to. Yeah, they didn't. Of course, you don't. Ha- that's why he's on a rookie deal. You don't. You don't have to do that. Of course, as as a new staff coming in, you don't pick up the fifth year option. That only makes sense. I get it. You ain't sold. You gotta. You gotta get in the building and see what you got. Now that again, go. You ain't again. You go listen to the interview. Y'all go listen to the interview and look at the body language when he talked about CJ Henderson. I'm, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, I, I didn't want to take away from the Troy Hills situation. Listen, I think Troy Hills is a veteran. Uh, they're confident in in his play. He knows the scheme, knows the system. Doesn't even eat. Doesn't doesn't even need to take a preseason snap. It's gonna be uh, a, a really good sign for him. I like this signing. Um, and again, it's about getting these guys in here. That's gonna that's gonna fit the scheme. If you don't fit the scheme, you got to get out. If you're not gonna play up the speed, 
get out. It's time to get this defense right. And I think there's going to be a lot of pressure put on the defense to to be successful this year. When you got a rookie quarterback like Bryce Young, you're going to put a lot of pressure on the defense to man up. And if you ain't got the pieces, then we're going to get exposed on both sides of the football, and that can't happen. That's why we're making these moves on the defense side of football. I'm with it. I like the signing. If you ain't with it, you got to get out of here. Dave, any final thoughts on this before we move on? All right, for no final thoughts for Dave. Let's move on. Uh, all right, so offensive line grades. This is, these are the offensive line grades for the game against the Giants. Again, rough night out for Icky. I'm listen. I'm I'm not making no more excuses. For the man. No, no more excuses problem. for the man. Y'all, y'all sat up here and told me it was communication issues. I get it for the one play where he let the free rusher go. Communication issues. I get it. I get that one. But there's other plays where he, or specifically another play where he he got destroyed. He's getting beat with speed. Okay, and this is not just a one-time thing. This is a this is two games in a row now. He's getting beat with speed, bro. You know what I mean? So this is this is I'm stuck. Listen, I'm not hitting the panic button for Icky, but he got to tighten up, bro. He really does. He has to tighten up and either get this man some help, throw a chipper on that side, get this man some tight end help, something. But he needs some help right now when it comes to pass sets. Blocking, I think he's going to be fine. But pass, yo, the pass protection got to be better. It's got to be better, bro. It's got to be better. Um, I'll go across the board. Uh, Brady Christensen, Mr. Consistent when it comes to pass blocking. It just, it's just weird when you look at these these scores. It's like we got, we got guys that are opposite each other. It's like we don't have a consistent. They're decent, either they're decent in, in run and they suck in the pass, or they're good in the, against the pass, they suck against the run. It's like we can't get consistency out of either either play any of the play right even with Br- bradley bozeman who's been mr consistent he was awful against the pass today i mean uh against uh, uh whenever we play saturday friday whatever it was he was getting pushed back lots of pressure he was giving up not a good look he got, i think he gave up two hurries during that game not a good look man it's not a good look Chandler Zavala, I thought, did an excellent job considering the circumstances. He practiced this one week, and he was in the game. He looked pretty good, and I'll take those grades for a rookie that's a a left tackle, excuse me, a left guard, and switched to right guard, practiced one week, and then he's out. I loved it. I'll take that any day from him, uh, especially considering what was done before him with Cade Mays. I'll take that any day. Taylor Moten, all right, yeah, he's he's okay. Uh, I don't think he's I don't think Taylor Moden is, is is playing as well as he was playing before he got the contract. I think he's been on a little bit of a down downward spiral here for a little bit. But Dave, what are your thoughts, man? Offensive line got to be better, man. There's going to be more discussions about whether or not it's a swap, swap Icky and Brady. Don't just, you need to get ready, bro? You need to get ready if this doesn't get better. Now it doesn't seem like the coaching staff is concerned. They are they are riding this miscommunication thing, and they said they're going to have to change the verbiage because he felt. I guess, from what I understand, Icky was thinking that he had to do it. He had to block inside, and there was another term that was very similar to blocking outside, and that's why he got beat the way he got beat that one time. You can believe but, what you want to believe, but that's yeah, what. But, that's what yeah, they with that, my only pushback to that is Dave. There was nobody next to him. Like, if, if that sounds great, but you got to have your awareness game up. If that's a score, his his Madden awareness score needs to be zero, because if there's nobody next to you, who are you passing off to? It makes no sense, I, but we'll roll with it. My bad, Dave. Continue. I, I'm not. I'm look, look. I understand. I'm just trying to tell you what they were rolling with. All right. 
But like I said, if these numbers do, doesn't improve, they might end up switch. They might have to start thinking about switching the two. Um, as for Zavala, man, I can't I can't complain about Zavala. I and I'm gonna give Bozeman an outlier. Like this is just an outlier. Bozeman's Fair doing enough. molten things at this point. Everybody's doing bad. Everybody's doing a bad game. I I agree with that, Dave. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Bose with some grace. Um and Moton's doing fine. I'm not complaining about Moton. And besides, it's the vanilla offense. I mean, what what difference does it make right now? It's vanilla. It's only preseason. Is that what we're rolling with? Because I'm concerned about it. I got a little bit of concern. No, I, I'm no, not, listen. Not hitting listen. the panic button, but it's 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 starting to get there. It's starting to get there. I, I'm curious about some of the other guys. Like, what was Nash Jensen's grade? What was all right? Let me let me pull it up. What was Ricky Lee's grade? Like, I'm curious. Like, what was Michael Jordan's grade? Like, I want to know these guys. Let me pull it up. I'll tell you. I want to know about Ricky Deontay. Lee. I'll tell you this: Deontay Brown had the highest weight. No, that's okay, that's, that's not that's not. Hold on, you do by game. It's about a lot to y'all. No, Nash Jensen, excuse me, had the highest pass blocking grade in the game. Um, so Nash Jensen, and he played 22 snaps. That's a decent amount of snaps. Uh, Deontay Brown also had a uh, nice pass blocking grade of 79.7. Uh, let's see. Michael Jordan wasn't half bad. He had, he, his overall grade was a 51.5. Nash Jensen's overall grade was a 53.2. Run blocking was what, was what got Nash. 45.3. Um, Ricky Lee had a 67.7 overall grade, which is not bad. That's pretty solid. Um, at left tackle. At left tackle, 18 snaps at left tackle. No, 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 no I'm sorry. 42 snaps. Oh, yeah, because he was second team. And he played, he played second and third. Yeah, my bad. 42 snaps. Uh, 67 run block grade, 63 uh, pass block grade, but he did give up four pressures. Which is a little alarming, and I don't know how his grade was so high when he gave up four pressures, three hurries. Because he played forty-two snaps. Yeah, I guess uh, four pressures, three hurries, and one hit. So he didn't give up a sack. I'm assuming a sack is uh, worse on the yes. grade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Icky was the worst of the bunch in the past. Well, Bozeman was worse in the bunch of pass block. Uh, but Bozeman was good in the run. Who else were you asking about? Mm. We you talked about Jordan. You talked about Jensen. Yeah, that's it. Uh, um, that's really it. Larnell Coleman. Because because yeah. Irvin didn't play. Irvin didn't and play. Didn't play. So yeah, because um, you got. There was another vet. I can't remember his name right now. That played. What was his name? You talking about Justin McCray? Yes. Yeah, 48, 48.8 overall, 42.7 run block grade, 79.6 pass block grade. He was okay. okay. That run block grade got him, got him down. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
My thing, yo, somebody, my thing is when you talk about the offensive line, I'm an advocate of letting Michael Jordan and and um and Cam Irvin get let go to, to let yeah. Jensen and Jensen and uh, Lee get the, the last. Two I, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with okay. that. I'm an advocate I, of both I, those guys. And and it's I, not just because we HBCU guys. I think you know, they're playing better for sure. They are playing better. And besides that, it's also about we already know what those two guys are. The other two guys are. Like Jensen and Lee has potential to grow out of something. And Jensen, you know, Develop. I think both of the yeah. those guys are really good. So are good are better than what the other options are. Like I think you guys will be furious if Michael Jordan and Cam Irvin makes this team and those guys don't. Y'all will be furious. I think Jensen's got a I think Jensen's got a way in. I think Lee's gonna be the challenge. So All right, let's let's move on to the highest graded defender. Uh Von Bell was the highest graded defender. Twelve snaps, and they're all were covered snaps because again they did not run the ball one time. Uh, they threw on us every single play on the uh, the drive that Daniel Jones uh, ran. So it was that was crazy. I, obviously, they were taking advantage of the lack of pass rush that we had, uh, and they were just they just went to work on us. So twelve cover snaps, um, one one run defense snap. I guess that was against when uh, when. Dan Jones took off and ran the football. Uh, one target, no catches allowed. He did have the one, uh, one tackle, which and that was a PBU as well. So, any any thoughts on? Uh, the, I mean, hell of a game considering the the small sample size. Solid game for Von Bell. Any thoughts? One of my favorite pickups hit. in the off, one of my favorite pickups of the offseason. Yeah, big big hit right here. You can see on the play on the screen. Daniel Jones had plenty of time, and he, I mean, good, legit hit. This lies the football. Love it. I take that picture-perfect play from safety. Uh, you know Von Bell. Shout out to Von Bell. Highest graded on offense was Gary Jennings, who's have, who has had a great camp. Um, he capped it off with a really good game. Obviously, the opportunity was there because um, there was no Derek Wright. No Demir Bird. Those guys are out, and when somebody's got to step up. Shot Smith also had a great game. We'll, we'll talk about him later. But Gary Jennings had this this beautiful catch uh, from from Luton. I, I, I said his name is Luton. It's Luton, according to the, uh, the the announcer. But he only had that that he had two targets. Had that one reception for twenty yards, um, and which was a touchdown, and it was a contested catch. So, I mean, great. Great play, which granted him the highest grade. So Dave, what do you think about that? Eighty-three is wild. Um, oh man, I I'm all, the only concern I have is that there might not be enough slots for him to make the team, bro. Because he's had a phenomenal camp so far. Gary Jennings has had an outstanding camp, but the problem is, it's not might it might not be enough roster spots. Yeah. Yep, shout out to Grandizer, man. Uh, 461 people watching, 91 likes. Let's get these likes up. Run the likes up. At least 250. We need at least 250. Just It don't take nothing but a second to hit that like button. It's free. We appreciate it. But, yeah, man, shout out to uh, – and all these slides, man. It takes time, man. Just All I'm asking for is a like, bro. All right, so, uh, yeah, Gary Jennings, solid, solid play from him. Um, also, that's it for that. We'll, we'll get down to stock up, stock down right after this uh, short commercial Patreon break. So patreon.com forward slash Panther Nation PC. I did not load up the tickets, man. So I gotta I gotta uh I gotta do the next week for sure. We're gonna do it. Uh MVP giveaway next week, one thousand percent is gonna go down. 
four game ticket of your choice. I think I have three game tickets remaining. Shout out to all of the MVP support, man. We appreciate y'all. Some of y'all, I think Noli has been around since day one. The, the, I mean, the day one that we opened up the Patreon, Noli's been rocking with us. So I greatly appreciate that. And I appreciate every single one of you MVP members, man, for sure. 1,000%. All right. Um, shout out to uh, all of our franchise folks. Appreciate y'all as well. Appreciate your continued support. And shout out to the free agents. We love y'all too, man. All it takes is $3. $3 you can sign up and be a Patreon member uh, at the free agent level. So come holler at us. Patreon.com forward slash PC. And Dave, quick underdog fantasy uh, commercial. Yeah, I'll be quick with the underdog fantasy. So the bottom line is I'm going to keep pushing weekly winners. Weekly winners is where you can play a best, you can do a best ball draft and have the opportunity to win $20,000 every single week. Entry fee is only $15. You draft a squad. You don't have to manage it. You just hope for the best for your players. If you want to have a squad full of Panthers players, you can. You want to roll with Bryce Jones and Mingo, you can. But make sure you go to underdogfantasy.com and use the code PNP when you sign up. They're still doing a deposit match of 100 bucks. Shout out to our good folks at Underdog Fantasy. Love y'all. All right, uh, Rookie Watch. So this is a quick update on the rookies. Now, what sucks is... I want to call out two numbers and two things because I could not get the under pressure stats for the game. Uh, I couldn't get that. I would have to manually do it and I didn't have the time to do it. So this is this under pressure stat is for the entire preseason so far. So both games, same with this chart on the left or right. This is um, for the entire, for both games. So not just the the giants game, but includes the, uh, the Jets game as well. But this was Bryce Young's grade, 49.4 overall, pass grade of 50.8, 21 snaps, 8 dropbacks, 3 of 6 for 35 yards, 50%, uh, completion rate, 1 sack, under pressure, 46%. And again, that includes both games. So, yeah, 50% is a lot. That's a lot for your quarterback to be under pressure. I, I heard Patrick Mahomes do an interview, and that man said he hadn't, he hadn't been hit yet. In the preseason, he said, "He said, yeah, how crazy is that, bro?" My man Patrick Mahomes said, "I ain't." They said, "Have you had your your back to football moment yet?" And they said, "That man said, I ain't been hit yet." Must be nice. Must be nice, bro. Must be nice. Last time I saw him get hit was during the quarterback doc. Facts. That's it. Facts. Nah, Pat. I watched the Chiefs game. Pat, Pat's been clean. He's been clean. Yeah. Bryce hasn't had that luxury yet, bro. Got to make sure that line's right. That's all I can say. Like, I can't even go off these numbers because the line, he ain't had the opportunity with the line. Got to make I mean, sure was, that line's right. It it was better. And I think he. I think what we saw out of Bryce, though, is once we saw Bryce get out in, like, space and he's able to, like, read the field, and you saw when he – through that pass, he got out in space, kind of found Mingo. And if Mingo would have just continued his route, that would have been a huge play. Like, that's what we saw from Bryce Young at Alabama. And I think those are the type of plays you'll continue to see if given the opportunity, if protected, if he's on the same page with his receivers. It's going to take some time, which is why they're going to continue to play. Um, which is why the, my, my, my bad, my wife sent me a text. Uh, which is why they continue to um, to play. They're going to play Bryce in week three. Um, so I, I like it. Continue to play Bryce. 
Uh, it'll get better. The chemistry's going to get better, uh, and we'll see what happens. Dave, any any thoughts on Bryce Young's game, bro? I can't evaluate Bryce until he gets some more protection, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I can't, I can't evaluate it. Like I think we always have these discussions. Every year we have these discussions. We talk about the fact everybody wants these great quarterbacks, and I always say a quarterback ain't a quarterback unless they have protection. The man ain't got protection. Yes, it was better this week, but it still ain't good enough. I'm going to be honest. It's not good enough. So I can't evaluate him. Besides the yeah. fact that he's going to make the typical rookie mistakes, right? And what you're going to give grace for. But I can't truly evaluate the guy until he gets legitimate protection. That man's rushing to throw the ball all the time. If he's got to make decisions quicker, if he doesn't have enough time to throw the ball, you're not going to be able to evaluate a quarterback. I mean, to be clear, though, he's going to have to handle some pr- – he's not going to have clean pockets 100% of the time. So you're going to have to evaluate him – and how he handles that pressure when he does get it. Again, 50% of pressure is a lot. And I, what I don't know, though, is how that equates across the league. Like, what are other teams? Like, I can look up another quarterback. Give me another quarterback, Dave. Patrick Mahomes. Now, not Patrick. <laughs> not, not him. I knew you were going to do He's that. Zero, bro. I'm him. just joking, man. Not uh, him. Do Rodgers. Do Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And, well, he didn't play. hasn't played. He hasn't oh, played he hasn't played. Season. All right. Let's do uh... – Let's do Lamar. Did Lamar play? Did Lamar play? Let's no. do Lamar Jackson. Has oh, I can do. I'll do Lamar Jackson. Sam Howell. Do Lamar Jackson, then do Sam Howell. I heard that game last night was epic, too. I got to go back and watch it. Let me do Sam Howell. Sam Howell passing pressure. Let's go to a, let's go to a previous Panthers coach. Let me see. Got to find it. Give me one second. We could do Tua right. to do a fair rookie comparison, too. That ain't a bad idea. Do Tua. Well, not Tua, but I mean Stroud. Excuse me. Give me one second. I'm looking for it. So under pressure, let me see. Thirty-three. Nope, that's his completion percentage. Excuse me. Under pressure, thirty-four point, thirty-four point one. Thirty-four point one. Thirty-three percent is his completion percentage. That's pretty. Bad, that thirty-three percent under pressure. That's under pressure. Completion right. percentage under pressure. My bad. So under pressure, he's been under pressure thirty-four percent of the time. Thirty-four percent. So you can see the difference. Who else you want to see? Let's do uh let's do CJ Stroud. All right, give me one second. Let me just make sure. Yeah, let's make sure I look in the right thing. Might all right. Uh, right. Anthony Wichita yeah, too. Might as well do I'll look at Stroud. Right. Yep. Yep, I'll get them all. Give me one second. As pressure. Forty two percent of the time for CJ Stroud. Forty two percent. Let's do Richardson. People was out here trying to call that man a bus after the first week, and that man was getting pressure something vicious. They want to see two or two. Anthony, Anthony Richard, Richardson, 16%. Now, now he's only played one. he's only played 12 snaps, to be fair. He, but Yeah, and he didn't and he didn't play in the last preseason game because they named him the starter. Um let's do two. Yeah. yeah, I'll do two. Give me one second. Two uh 42%. 
Whew, that's high. He about to get killed yeah. again. It's high, Russ. but you haven't you haven't heard anyone higher than than Bryce yet, though. For the record, do do do, uh, do Russ. If Russ play, have, I'm assuming Russ had to play because he got new coaching staff. Russell Wilson. Well, there we go. Fifty percent. Literally. He's only played 22 snaps, but yeah, 50%. DTR. Yeah, yeah so it, it's not pretty. It's got to be, like, like Dave said, It's he's got to be able to, you got to be able to give him time, but at the same time, he's got to be able to handle it. And I've seen DTR. him be able to handle Somebody. pressure. Who the hell is DTR? Because I don't do this. I don't do acronyms. I hate acronyms. My job is maybe hate acronyms with a passion. Who the hell is DTR? Oh, Ritter. Who the hell is DTR? Is that Desmond Ritter? That's a bum. I did compare to other rookies. Richardson was sixteen percent. Stroud was forty-two. Oh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh, the rookie from UCLA. ETR, 25%. It's pretty good. And he's, he's been balling. And, and, and he's been balling. He's been balling for Cleveland. But it's amazing what you can do when you have protection. It's amazing what you can do when you have protection. He's played 55 dropbacks. It's amazing what you can do when you got protection, guys. All right, but, I ain't want. I don't me, want. I don't want to belabor the point, but no, nah, no. Nah, but let me be quiet. No, nah, but let me be quiet because people think that that stuff ain't important, but it is important. You got to have protection. Folks are talking like DTR is going to be the next thing, and he might be, but he getting he's getting way more better protection than what Bryce is getting right now. Those are the facts. All right, let's let's move on. Let's move uh, on, please. Uh, Jonathan Mingo. So we know that he he's got to get better with his routes, his communication with Bryce Young. He did have that that play where he stopped his route and was going to have a major gain if he kept going. Uh, but you know it is what it is. Uh, he had <clears throat> he played in twenty snaps, eleven pass snaps, nine run snaps, two targets, one reception. The other target could have been the big one uh, had he continued his route. One reception for 15 yards. He had seven yak yards. The catch he did have, boy, he when he got when he got in that open space, he turned into a running back, and it was it looked like he was ready for war, bro. So it is going to be interesting to see John Jonathan Mingo. I will say this: I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I think he's a bit further along than what I anticipated because he you is. remember when no, we sat, when we sat with Smitty, Smitty was like, "Yo, it's gonna take him some time. It's gonna take him two or he said three years, if I'm not mistaken." For us to see Mingo, like obviously, probably be his peak, and maybe that's where my brain went. But it, for me, I I thought, you know, listen, man, we probably year two, maybe he'll, he'll. But to me, he's he's further along than I thought. I'm gonna be honest with you, he's further along. Uh, obviously, the communication with Bryce got to get better, but a very very solid outing, and I think he'll continue to get better. Dave, what you think? He's ahead of schedule. I mean, he's already starting. I don't think a lot of folks had him starting initially. So I'm happy with what we're seeing so far. He's gonna make rookie mistakes, that's expected. So I'm I'm good at I'm good where we're at here with him. Um I think he's gonna be in two or three years he could probably be our one. I'll be honest with you. 
Some folks was comparing her to DJ, but I think that's a little too early. I don't want to compare. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean I can see it. I mean you you can see. Oh, there's a little DJ in him now. Let's. You, let's you can clear. see the. You can see when he bounced off of the uh, the tackle. Like you can see that's what DJ kind of did too. Um, and if he can give us, I mean four or five hundred yards this season, like DJ did his first year, I'd be happy with that. Mm-hmm. I and I think that's a, a reasonable expectation for him, considering what we've seen so far. So, yeah, I'm. I'm excuse me, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with Mingo. I'm, he's on pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man DJ Johnson again continuing to ha- add on to his solid preseason, bro. Run defense seventy one grade, fifty seven point six pass rush grade, which is edge. which is what we this is what we expected from DJ Johnson. Send that edge, uh, bro. Sixty nine point four overall grade, twenty two snaps, seven pass. Uh, excuse me, twelve pass snaps, ten run snaps. Uh, he didn't play any cover snaps. One tackle, two hurries. You talk about pass rush. That's two hurries. Is those count as pressure stats? Solid, very, very solid. If you can see on this, this right here, um, P P two is preseason week week two. So this was last week. This is this week. So twenty two snaps on defense uh, on the D line, uh, and I should have gotten the the uh, the the detail breakdown, but to see where he played, let me see if I can find. But yeah, solid. What you what you think about that, Dave? What you think about this? Oh, I'm happy for DJ, man. Like I, I know a lot of folks wasn't a fan of the pick, but he's showing his he's showing his value right now. He's gonna get a lot of opportunities to get some playing time, which is great. Because if he's like, I think he still needs to improve on the pass rush side of the fence. But when it comes to setting the edge, he got that locked down, bro, at the league level, which is beautiful to see. He's been playing. Yes. Well. So he he played uh 22 snaps on the left side, so left outside linebacker. And six on the right side. Nope, excuse me. My bad. I was looking at preseason week one. All 22 snaps came on the left side. All 22 snaps came on the left side this week. So, yeah. He's he's getting better. He's getting better. He has not played with the ones. No. Nope. I, haven't, I have not seen him with the ones at all. Nope. He'll get there. He'll work his way up. All right, moving on. Uh, Zavala. So here's Zavala's numbers. All snaps played the right guard. Pretty pretty balanced play from him. Got to see him both pass both pass protect and uh, run block. He had one penalty, which was a holding call, uh, which well I think Bryce still got killed at, at the end of that play. But it, it is what it is. There, uh, which we already talked about Zavala. Any anything else you want to mention here before we move on? Nah, props to him, man. Just coming in cold turkey and balling the way that he did. Like I know folks ain't a fan of that number, but the bottom line is this: that man ain't really played, ain't really had no game time, hardly any practice. He wasn't the five days I was at training camp. He wasn't there, so I'm happy to see that he came right. and walked in and pretty much took the took the role. He could. Well, he ain't, he ain't really take it, Dave. Yeah, K. Mays got hurt. He got ushered into it. Uh, it was handed to him, and he definitely took advantage of it. But he yeah. he didn't just take it. Well, he That's did take point. it. He did take it. He played better than Kate. He well, played better than Kate. You're right. You're right. Now, n- n- but he did take. I'll put asterisk by that. By that take, I don't think he took it. K but the thing is, it's injured. about it's about utilizing the opportunity that you have. K got hurt. Zavala walked in from injury and outperformed him. But when you say t- see, I see, okay, yes. 
I, I don't. When you say, <laughs> when, when you say take, I, 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 fair enough. I don't know. You you want somebody yeah. to rip it apart? We, we splitting hairs. We splitting hairs. We splitting hairs here. Splitting my point is, is that Zavala could have laid an egg. Right. I mean, exactly. he could have. Agreed. And he Agreed. didn't. I agree. I agree. He did. He played better than Cade. I would agree with that. I would, I, I'm, I'll would. i leave it alone because we, we we split hair. So my bad. All right, let's move on. That's my fault. My bad. All right, so DJ. Uh, oh, me, look at my man Jamie out Robinson. here balling now. I guess you said just watch. He heard y'all. He heard y'all in these streets. Shout out to my guy, Jamie Robinson. Had a hell of a game. Played in 26 snaps. 66 against the run. Uh, 72.7 in coverage. 80 overall grade. This is a hell of a game uh, by Jamie Robinson. Like I said, 26 snaps. 13 coverage snaps. 13 run snaps. So very balanced. Again, play call, uh, play uh, from him. Uh, and then one tackle. Really really good play. Dave, what you, what you think on Jamie Robinson, man? Yo, he saw that heat and he took advantage, bro. I fact, f- props to him. Like yeah. he he saw all the criticism, and some folks take the criticism and just start responding to folks, and he did some of that too. He did, but he delivered. He delivered. He he was about yeah. that action ball. So props to him. He was about that action, and uh, shout out to him, man. Let me see if there's any interesting stats I can pull real quick. Uh, in week two, so he had one tackle, one assisted tackle, uh, and that was considered a stop. Uh, he had one target, allowed one reception for five yards, uh, two yard, two yak yards, so not, nothing much. Uh, all of his snaps uh, came. You can see most of his snaps came in free safety. Um, so, so, yeah, love it. I, I love it, man. I love it. Love what he's doing. He's gonna get better, and uh, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely be some some depth in that secondary. All right, uh, let's let's move on. Let's move on. All right, stock watch, Dave. Rahimothy. Rahimothy. Rahim Blackshear. It's Raheem Blackshear. We're we're joking, Raheem. by the way. Uh, but he's he was Rahim uh on on Friday. Dave, what are your thoughts on uh Raheem Blackshear, man? He had a solid game. Uh, again, we were pounding the table to see more of Raheem. He was playing gr- great in practice. Finally got a chance to see him. Uh, what was your thoughts? Chuba don't learn how to run block. Chuba don't learn how to pass block. He about to lose his job. Well, Dunk would say, Dunk shot the Dunk because Dunk is, is selling. I got the C.J. Henderson tickets, and Dunk got the uh, Chuba Hubbard tickets. Dunk did post a play today on Twitter that showed that he 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 can pass block. There were some negative plays out there, but there were also some positive plays. So I just wanted to, you know, I want to put, no, no, put no, a little no. bit and of shout out to Dunk. on. Shut up. Shut out to there. Dunk. But I ain't on that train either. Just I'm not on the CJ train. I'm not. Yo, you I am walking. not. You taking a my bus. Ass, my ass is walking. I ain't even taking a bus. I don't even trust a bus ticket with y'all. Y'all might y'all might have to downgrade the bus tickets instead of trains. I don't trust neither one of y'all. I will walk. I think he's going to. He should be the two. I'm going to be honest with you. If Chuba doesn't get more consistent in his pass blocking, he's going to be the two. Yeah, so Raheem had eight carries, 31 yards, and had that touchdown, as you can see right here on this play. Um, he had a long of eight yards uh, rushing. Chuba had very similar stats, eight carries, 30 yards. Um, so they both ran for just under four yards a carry. I mean, I, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. But it was good to see Raheem Blackshear obviously doing pass, excuse me, uh, kick return and punt return duties. Love what I saw here, man. Love what I saw. 
from both of these dudes. Uh, but yeah, all right. He, any, any it's fun? a jersey that you're gonna have to give him anyway. Like, what are we doing here? You got your kicker, turn your punk turn, and your backup running back. Boom, boom, boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Really, Dave can't play. swim, so you ain't got to worry about me swimming, guys. Come I on, can't Dave. Swim. You gotta learn how I to can't. swim, bro. I'm 40 now, bro. I don't think I think, I think you can still learn, man. It's never too late, bro. You sound like somebody trying to go get a degree at 55. It's never too late, Dave. It's never too late. Just, just saying. Just saying. All right, uh, that's stock up. Raheem Blackshear, stock down. I got that. We talked about Icky at length already, but I we had to go I, through this again. I had to we put extra sauce. I had to put extra sauce on it because, bro, he he earned that stock down, bro. I'm sorry, he he earned it, so I had to give it to him. Pause. But yeah. It's icky stock down got to be better, bro. You got You are. You have to protect our franchise quarterback and Bryce Young. And right now, you know, he talked about, uh, you know, icky. Uh, excuse me. He talked about how Bryce Young is the next play guy. And I tweeted, I hope Bryce continues to get to the next play because you out here getting him killed. Okay, so hopefully, um, Bryce. Hopefully, icky will get better, man. Hopefully, icky will get better. Dave, any 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 additional thoughts to icky? No, I've had enough. Being honest, I have enough. Who's next? All right, like I, we we know what it is with him. I gave Matt he Corral a stock up. I, I gave Matt Corral a stock up here, man. Matt Corral nine of thirteen in an efficient game, seventy one yards. He got sacked one time. He had an eighty two point five uh, passer rating, which was solid. I this was the best I've seen. This is the best version of Matt Corral we've seen. It's paired with the p- p- play calling from Thomas Brown. I was very impressed with what I saw. He looked more decisive. He looked comfortable. Uh, so, again, I'm I'm not the biggest Corral fan. I'm going to be honest with y'all. But I got to give props where props are due. He earned the stock up, and I'm happy for him. Uh, and he almost, bro, if 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 Luton would have got that uh, finalized or capped off that drive to win the game, we might have been having a whole nother, another conversation. Uh, but, but Matt Corral... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Matt Corral. He had a great, he had a good game. Go ahead, oh go ahead, Dave. What, what's your thoughts, man? I think, I think I, all I'm gonna like. This is more about Thomas Brown than anybody else. I pray that Thomas Brown is calling the plays, bro. I don't want to split half and half with with Frank. I hope he's calling the plays. But now nah, I'm happy for Corral finally having a game because he didn't look this good in the first game at all, at all, at all. So I'm happy that he actually had a good game today. Um, I, st- I, 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 I no longer think he's tradable at this point. He hasn't done enough to get traded. So I don't yeah, think he's I, yeah, I don't think I don't think he's gonna get much on the trade market. Uh, and I do, I did hear Dan Morgan say, "Yo, I don't, we're not gonna be moving, especially for our draft picks." He said, "We're not gonna be giving up any draft picks." Uh, you know, to, to go out and trade for people, it was was an interesting conversation around, you know, the 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 waiver wire, and, and that's something to watch, which we'll talk about. Excuse me, a little bit later when we go through the fifty three man roster, but uh, yeah, just keep keep an eye on that. Uh, but yeah, Matt Corral, I don't I don't think so. I don't think he's going anywhere. All right, stock up for him. Stock down, Kobe Jones. So Kobe, this is a dude that you know was was making all kind of noise. At training camp, where I saw him make all kind of plays, has not translated to the game, um, and and it, he he's falling off. So I'm I'm looking at guys like Amari Barno, uh, they, they balling during these games. Okay, 
uh, even guys like um, guys like uh, what's my man name? Um, Ely, Ace Ely, balling. There's there's some guys that are making plays out here, and I have not. I just haven't seen it from Kobe Jones, bro. So the the play that I've seen in the training camp is not translated to games. Any thoughts on this day? Yeah, disappointing day for Kobe, um, considering what type of camp he had. But and when you consider like the roster opportunity, the roster spots that are the remaining roster spot. But then again, I mean he ain't gonna let go, so maybe he maybe he got a shot. But um, it was a disappointing day for him. Straight up, it was a disappointing day for him. Yep. All right, so yeah, how time is running out for my man Kobe, but. You know, with with us signing Houston and now Marquise Haynes coming back, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna still push him further down the, the the board. But all right, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Roquan Williams. So Roquan Williams again, one of those guys that made uh, Marquan McCall expendable, right? <laughs> so uh, Roquan Williams, he had a seventy two point seven grade, played thirty one snaps. Um, I know y'all just asked about uh, my man, um, my man uh, Stallworth. Stallworth had a great game too, but I thought Roquan Williams had the better game of the two. He had a, a sack, he had a QB hit, uh, he had three tackles. Like he was all over the place, bro. And I think this is the guy that made them be like, "All right, he ain't doing what we need him to do. We getting him up out of here." So we rolling with uh, we rolling with Roquan Williams. So he made some plays. And shout shout to Stallworth, man. Again, I'm not tolerating any Stallworth uh, disrespect at all because he's the one that got my shot total autograph. So Taylor Stallworth, hell of a, he had a, a great game too. Two pressures. Um, he had uh, two hurries, two tackles. He did have a missed tackle, but great game by both of those guys. Both of those. And LeBron Ray, all those guys, man. They had great games. Great, great. Raekwon, my bad. Raekwon, I spelled it wrong. My Raekwon. bad. Appreciate Raekwon. you, Ray J. My bad. Like the like the rapper, something not spelled properly. My bad. Hey, I'm good to spell uh, uh incorrect spelling the two, man. Y'all know I'm dyslexic a little bit. Um. Anyway, uh, any more any thoughts on him, Dave? It's wild, but I'm happy for him. He did have a phenomenal day. That he the fact that he played well enough to say that that McCall was expendable says a lot. Says a lot. Point blank period. But yeah. All right. He, he called him Ray All right. Let's let's move on. Uh I, I had to give I didn't have any additional stock downs, but I did have to give Shot Smith a, a stock up. I thought yeah, Shot Smith that he man, he played he played great. Uh, he had four. He let us in receiving four receptions, fifty nine yards, off five targets. He had a long of twenty seven yards. I thought he played a, a great game. And again, this is an opportunities thing. It's all about opportunities. And when guys go down, you need somebody to step up. And shy, it's just it's frustrating with him because you know you. I think he's talented. It's just we haven't seen it, and he's just kind of kind of slid into the back. Uh, pause. Pause. Yeah, he's just kind of fade, faded to black is what I meant to say. Uh, but, but yeah, man. I meant fade to black. But, uh, but yeah, man, Shot Smith, again, great game. Great game. Helped him. Helped him. I know folks was worried about him making the 53, man. This this helped him tremendously. 
Yeah, I think I think he's almost a, a damn near lock at this point now. Yeah, he's safe now. With, with all the injuries, he might be he might get in off the off the strength at this point. Literally off the strength of him staying healthy. Literally. <laughs> My bad. I said pause, man. <laughs> My bad. All right. So uh let's let's continue to move. Let's move on. All right. So we got week three this Friday against the Detroit Lions, the Battle of the Cats. I remember last time the uh, the Detroit Lions came to Bank of America Stadium. They got shellacked. That's bars. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was cold. It'll be much warmer this time around. Uh, but I don't know how they feel about playing in these kind of conditions, this kind of heat, because it's hot as hell outside. But shout out to, um, to the Lions. They're going to come to town preseason week three. Not sure if they're playing their starters. We are playing our offensive starters. I'm sure you'll see a mixed bag of the defense between starters and non-starters. But uh, I will be going live for this. I do plan to go live for this. Hopefully nothing comes up. But, uh, but yeah, man, we'll see y'all for that one. Um, and, Dave, you want to run through this 53-man roster real quick? I agree with those you three. Want to do, do a prediction? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with these three. Bryce, Andy, Corral. I'm not changing that. All right, Dave. So keep track of the numbers for me, please, because I oh, I think Hold I got fifty three. I think I got fifty three, but see. I can't remember. Hold on. Let me pull my notes up. Give me one second. This is a great. This is a great point, though. Shout out to Tyrone. He says the Lions don't like our turf. Yes, they are coming back to play on our on the worst turf ever. According to them. All right. So we got three there. So all right. So we got three here. All right. Yep. Here's the running backs. I agree. So we got three there. So we are we cool on it on these running backs? Yeah, I'm fine with those three. All right. Here we go. Uh, wide receivers. I've got Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Terrace Marshall, Jonathan Mingo. Wrong, but it's okay. It's not. Don't don't mind the order. Jonathan Mingo, Lavisca Chenault, Shaw Smith. Uh, that's who I have. Our receivers, Demir Birds on IR obviously won't won't make it. Uh, Derek Wright is hurt. hurt. Gary, I think... Gary Jennings with a J becomes Gary Jennings is going to be interesting in, in yeah. the third preseason game. He might be the only person left that could legitimately steal that final spot. But I think Shots I think Wims I think Wims is in the discussion, but I, he's because he's gotten a lot of opportunity. Uh, but I just think it, at, at the end of the day, it ended up with the, it'll be these six personally. All right, no, I'm not. I'm not mad. At, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with the six that you pick. Those are the six. All right. All right. So where are we at so far? We're at twelve. Twelve. All right. Well, this is where it gets difficult. I All right. So tight ends. Uh, I think yeah, we're I, three here. Yeah. Um. I, I think Stefan ain't gonna make it, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I kind of agree because he hasn't played. We haven't seen him. But when he does, like when he's in training camp, like Fam does a great job. Like he is getting a lot of opportunity. They force feed him the football, so which is why I have him. I had him making the. I've had to adjust it several times with the course of the preseason because guys have gotten hurt and all that stuff. But I, I don't see it. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think three two day. Personally, Stephon, I can Stephon take that off. Yeah, you can go ahead and move that check. That check's out of here. And I love Stefan. Shout out to him. Friend of the show. But I don't, I don't know if he's yeah, going to make the team. He is a friend of the show, Dave. 
I, I was really no. disrespecting the friend of the show right there, man. I'm not disrespecting. You asked me a question about the 53. I'm trying to I'm trying to be accurate with my 53. All right. So where we at? We got three. That's three. Uh, so that's 15. 15. Yeah. So we got an extra roster spot. We got an extra check mark to give out. Just keep that in mind so far. Yeah. All right. So here we we can. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, let me go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it, bro. I don't think Cam should yeah, make the team. I think you should just give it to Ricky Lee. All right, so our, the third guy. This is, that's going to be our. No, I'm going to be out, and it's that nothing to do with bias. It's about who's been playing the best. And based on who's playing the best, you got to go with the younger guy. Like if you're going to try to get the 53, the best 53, from a performance standpoint, Ricky Lee has been playing better than Cam Irvin and Lamar Coleman. Y'all can feel how y'all want to feel about it. Irvin's got to here. I, I think All he's right. going to end up making a team, but look, this is my 53. Damn it! So Irvin's out. All here. right, so real, real quick before we go, before we move on, do you think Reese has? Some value, their special teams value, the cold fullback thing. Do you think he if could... they keep, if we'll go back and we'll keep Reese in mind if there's an extra spot. If right, they man. keep four, it's probably going to be Reese over Sullivan, though. I will say that because of that, what you just said. Fair enough. Fair enough. So keep in mind one roster stop spot available. We'll come back to that. All right, moving on. Bradley Boulder. Interior, interior office line, Bozeman, Christensen, Corbett, Mays. We can take – all right, I know where you're going. Jordan's going to Jensen. Nope. Yes, sir. Like, I'm not here for the – I'm not here for the or, – Or it could go here too, but I think it'll go here before it goes to Deontay Brown. Or you can add an additional interior lineman if you want. Or we could do that. We'll, let's yeah. let's hold that thought. Let's hold that yeah. thought. So. Let's hold that thought. All right, so we'll, right. we'll go with – they're saying McCray, Dave. No way. No way. No way, bruh. No way. No way. Not the way he's been playing. No way. I had to throw this up here too, man. Shout out to Ricky Lee, man. Aggie Pride. You know we going, hey, the bias might no. kick in. It kicks in a lot, bro. And spe- hey, speaking in. of Aggie. But, but, speaking, yeah, real real quick, Dave. Let me get this off. Speaking of Aggie Pride. Matter of fact, hold that though. I'm gonna come back to that. But shout out to RLB George Fultz and his wife, HBCU Legacy Fashion. They have their clothing line is in bilk, and I must I must give them props for that. I come back to it. Remind me for that day. Remind me of that. So if you oh, Aggie yeah. or any uh, HBCU, any alum, if you went to an HBCU, yeah. they they got FAMU, they got Spelman, they got. They even got the them dirty birds and Durham. They even got them yeah. cats. And I tried yeah. to tell them to stop, but I understood why it's a business decision. But I, I. But yeah, we'll, but they we'll got, come back. They to got that. some gear. We'll come back, we'll to, come back, we'll to, come that. back to that. All right, but Nat, Nat. All right, so we good here on offensive interior offensive guys. Yeah, this is it. That, those are six for me. We are twenty four, by the way. And this is true. This is a great point. Uh, Ke- Corbett could go, but he has to make the fifty three first before they. He has to make the fifty three first. Yeah. Before they put him on IR, he has to count towards the roster. All right. Um, here we go. Defensive tackles. This yeah, is what I got. Maybe. Shy. Yeah, I think I agree with these four. Poor Taylor. Poor Stallworth, though. Any any I thoughts on this? No, nah, I agree with these four. I agree with these four. I'm trying to. I'm trying to ask myself: Would they only keep three there? I gotta think about that. 
Nah, we're gonna keep. I think we'll keep. You gotta four. keep four. Yeah, we gotta keep four. All right, uh, and this is—I don't know why they got to split up like this. This is how they're listed on the roster, so don't don't blame me. But I do think Henry Anderson, if he's healthy, I don't know what the status is, is going to make the roster. So he's him, the only defensive him. end out of the three out of the four. Technically, on the I think Rayquan Williams is a defensive end too, but technically, how it's listed yeah. on the on the official roster, sure. that's how it is. So so five. Um, so we're going to keep Henry five Anderson. defensive linemen. Correct. Yep. Well, we're playing the three four, so that could make sense. Okay. It's, this is funny because I be I think with this I copied and paste, and with the stock up stock down, I be freestyling. So, it, however, in my head, that's that's how I be spelling stuff wrong. So that's how that's how it works. All right, uh, moving on. Inside linebackers: Shaq Thompson, Frankie Louvu, Deion Jones. I, bro, I don't know if Brandon Smith making that team, bro. Bro, I could free up another spot if you want me to be completely. I I don't think he's gonna make it. I'm gonna be honest. I with don't y'all. think Brandon Smith making the team, bro. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he's gonna make it either, bro. So that's two spots we got, Dave. We created right, two so spots. Four. Yeah, I gotta I gotta step out of the restroom real quick, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I do not think Brandon Smith making that roster, bro. So I got yeah. This is what I got. Uh, I don't think anybody else. Ace Ely, mm, don't see it happening. Don't see it happening. But yeah, Brandon Smith is up out of here. I yeah, I, I don't see it, bro. I think he he has he played really good on special teams, uh, but I don't think that's enough for him because I think we have other good special teamers. So yeah, I think he I think he might be up out of here, bro. I think he might be up out of here. So this is where I think you can get that one back. So I think you can get this and keep Barno. So I'm shift, shifting that because Barno, I, I didn't update this since the preseason, but I think Barno, whoops. I think Barno uh, will get the nod there. So we got six. Outside linebackers or edge rushers. Outside linebackers, which not mad at that. Yep. I don't know what I don't know what Barno's injury is. I don't know what the details are. So where we stand now? We still got one more spot, extra spot. Thirty nine, thirty nine players. All right. Any any thought? Any disagreement with this? Nah, that's the six. I mean, I know at one point we were on YGM watch, but he's gonna make the team. Yeah, I think I, I think lo- he's I like yeah, the Yoda's interesting, but yeah, these these are it. So this is this is a de- decent point here. I'll keep an extra pat wide receiver or IOL over gross matos. I could make that argument too. Uh and I wouldn't be opposed to doing that, to be honest. I think YGM is a to me, for me, I think YGM is a wasted roster spot. Like I think you could Put that on somebody you're going to develop because I don't think he's going to be a part of the long term plan. If he's so not part of long term plan, then why? Why are you keeping? Then why do that? But then again, yeah. you can say the same thing about Michael Jordan or Cam Irving. No, those are veteran guys that you keep to to develop to help develop the. Uh, they're like one year guys you bring back every year. They're older gentlemen. You keep them around for for veteran experience. YGM, I don't think provides that. 
this is no disrespect. That's just what I I, I don't think he he gives you that that uh what you're looking where, for in that veteran. Where, and here's a question: Where's Bumper Pool? Bumper Pool is not going to make the roster, and he should be here. He should be here. My bad. No, I was just wondering. And so was the chat. Yeah, my bad. But he it it, it won't matter because he ain't getting a green check. Could be wrong, but I doubt it. All right, uh, my bad. No disrespect to Bumper Pool. Here we go. <laughs> no disrespect, man. Just call it. With a it name up. like that, bro, that was so. No disrespect, <laughs> man. No disrespect. Uh, so cornerbacks: JC, Dante, CJ. I had to see. This is where we could. I mean, you could make some. You can make some adjustments here. Uh, you talk about Keith Taylor. Can Bumper Pool play cornerback? No, he cannot. <laughs> I'm just joking, man. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta keep six. So they're seeing they're saying STO gonna make it because he's chance backup. I think that's what I think Jamie Robinson can also do that. They're saying, okay, do we do have an extra spot? Do we give our extra spot here? Depends on you rather saying, do it there or wide receiver. They're saying, they're saying that STO is going to make it because of special teams. So is that where our extra spot is going to go? Or do we get rid of Eric Rowe? I think you probably get rid of Eric Rowe. Is this what we're rolling with? Yeah, that's what I would do. Because Oliver's going to get there off of special teams. That means he's got a better. He's going to get a, he's going to get a jersey I don't... every week. Yeah, I don't see us keeping more than six. I think six is going to be the number for for cornerbacks. Yeah, Rowe had a rough game, bro. This the the yeah. preseason. He had a rough. Yeah. He had a rough rough game. Nah, right didn't do enough. He ain't gonna make nah, it. Nah, he he hasn't done enough, bro. He 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 needs to develop another year or two. I think we bring him back on the practice squad, but he hasn't done enough. He hasn't done enough. Neither him nor Milton, the two guys that we thought that were gonna. You know, show some promise and maybe crack the roster. They have not, honestly, no, no disrespect. They had, they just haven't done it. Uh, I can tell you. Let me see. Let me just look at the coverage grades for the preseason. Uh, Mark Milton had it had a forty six point five coverage grade, and Reginald Wright had a sixty. Which isn't terrible, but he only had one target, gave up one catch for twelve yards. It's just it, they haven't shown enough, personally. This is funny. Roe was on death row. That's pretty funny. Shout out to Carlo, man. That's funny. Mm-hmm. He is. All right. He is. All right. He's gonna have to show uh, up and show out to make the team. And so here are the final uh, the safeties. So I think. Most of the safeties get picked up. I don't know. Poor yeah, Josh I think Thomas. this is a pretty. This is pretty much a lock here, in my opinion. These five. So we still have an extra roster spot. We're gonna come back to it in a second. No, we so don't. These... No, we don't. Yeah, we no, do. We don't. Yeah, we no, took we out. Don't. We took off row. I thought that means you had fifty-four players, bro. Oh shit! Then I might have my bad. You took you took out row to do Oliver, so you still got six corners. My bad. So you have yeah, fifty-four players with these three. Now you have fifty-three. My bad. Thank you. That's why I asked you to track it. So, no. So, yeah. You had to get rid of a tight end. 
this that's so, it. That's the fifty three. Yeah. I don't see it, bro. I see this is pretty much being close to, to it, bro. And obviously, I don't know if Matthew, if Panero's going to be back, but Panero should be back to take take Either out Matthew. Either way, it'll be a kicker. You got to have a spot for the kicker. They're saying cut Henry Anderson. Uh, I could. We only got I one. See we technically only got one in. Nah, so I don't think you, they're going to. No, that's not. No, that's not. It's not that. It's not that. I think those guys are flexible. You can play multiple guys there, but. But yeah, no, I think I think that, and then yeah, this is a great point. This goes back to my original, my original uh, comment uh, what, that I thought about earlier was that Dan Morgan was talking about the waiver pickups today in his press conference, and he was saying they have to go over fourteen hundred draft uh, uh, profiles um, for for waiver candidates, and we have a top ten waiver uh, waiver or top ten in the waiver order, so we're gonna get pretty much any guy we want. Which means that there's going to be some guys missing up, up off of this list, which mm-hmm. tells you uh, also should tell you that some of those guys, again, like the Red John Wrights and some of those those players, bro, they didn't quite pan out the way we thought they were. And so if we mm-hmm. already got our eyes and obviously doing the due diligence. I don't blame them one bit, but they already got their eyes on these these uh, these guys that are getting cut, these cut targets. And remember, keep in mind also that the, the roster cut down is um is Tuesday. uh it's, it's Tuesday and it's all all cut down at once. So we're not going to get the triple. It's 90 to 53. So um so yeah man, so it, it that's that's going to be it's going to be very interesting to watch and they're going to be they're going to be some guys that make the roster that won't be on the roster, right? So the initial 53 won't be the final 53. There are going to be some guys that are cut in order to make waiver for that 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 waiver pickup that we just made. Somebody's going to have to get released. And it should be pretty easy to identify who's who's who. But it, you know, there's going to be a surprise keep that you're going to be like, oh, how did he make the roster? Well, he's probably going to get cut. Oh, we know who those keeps are going to be. It's going to be Michael Jordan and Cam Irvin. Yes, that's yes, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. This fan base will be my this fan base will be furious, man. They can't. They can't have both of those guys. Yeah, I don't. I, I think can't. Nash, yeah, I think it's Nash time, Jensen's bro. probably gonna take Jordan's spot, but I know Ricky Lee's got an uphill battle. Because if they're so determined about the vet presence, that means Cam Murray's gonna make it about a fault. Yeah, we we gonna we gonna go live that day for sure because it's Tuesday. It's a show. It, it'll be our regular show time, so it's perfect. It'll line up on that day. We'll recap. We'll see what we got wrong and what we got right. You know what I mean? So we're gonna be. It's gonna be a fun show next week. Next week it'd be a fun show. All right. Uh so Dave, that that was it, man. That was a, our final 53 roster prediction. That was fun. I've been having these slides loaded. I've been having these slides loaded for the past ever since the live show. I've had this ready to go, but we can never get to it. Uh, because it's always been other stuff to talk about. So I'm yeah. I'm glad we got to finally predict the roster and we'll get to test our skills versus the the real thing next weekend. We can see what we got right and what we got wrong. I'm I'm assuming that we're gonna be about ninety eight percent correct. I think we'll get one wrong, just one. Yeah, just one. I mean, we did we did we did some boldness too, right? Making the decision. Hey man, sometimes you gotta be bold, Dave. You gotta be no, bold. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. The STO swap is gonna be interesting. Yep. The um Ricky the, Lee, the Ricky and Lee Nash and Nash Jensen. Those are yeah. gonna be the interesting ones. Yep. Uh, but like I said, I I just feel I, I've always of, of the opinion of if you're gonna make me choose between a guy that has potential versus a guy that's just a vet that ain't that good, 
Give me the guys that have potential. We got all the vets that can groom them. Yeah. Taylor Moe's been in the league long enough that he can groom them. Bradley Bowles has been in the league long enough so we can groom them. So I feel like I don't think we need Cam Irving or Michael Jordan. And who the hell is Michael Jordan grooming? Yeah, nobody. Um, so just I want to address this question. This is a great question. Nato Jenkins. This if you have questions like this, please feel feel free to ask them. That's why this pod exists, is to kind of break down some of this stuff. So what does the top 10 uh, waiver mean? So it's just like in fantasy football. When it, when you go and waiver, it depends on, on your record. And I think it it's really depends on the draft order, too. Like, that's how it really uh, is set up. But when you make a – when somebody gets cut, you have – there's a priority order. And it's from worst team to best team in the league. So you rank from worst team is first, best team is last. We are in the top 10 in that order. So let's say, hypothetically, I'm just bringing this, I'm just saying this as so, so you'll get to understand the impact, right? So let's say, hypothetically, that Patrick Mahomes was cut and we have a number one, we are number one in the waiver order. We would be first in order to claim Patrick Mahomes. If we're number two or number three, then we have to, then the per- people in front of us have to pass on that person for us to get them. And it just, and anytime you, anytime you pick somebody up, you go to the end of the, end of the, uh, the waiver order. Does that make sense? You go to the end of the line. And oh, yeah, by you go the to way, the end of the line. and oh, by the way, a lot of times when you make the decision to go claim somebody off waivers, that means you got to claim the contract too. So there's some good Cor- players that don't, correct that clears waivers because no team wants to take the contract on. So if That's they a Patrick very, Mahomes great, gets cut. A great point. Great point. So like like say if Patrick Mahomes get cut and they're like, man, I don't know if I want to take that contract. Most teams might decide to let him clear waivers. And maybe maybe like another team decide, oh, I'll take him. I'll take the contract. Because you got to have the cap space too. So that's another factor you got to keep into account when it comes to waiver pickups. But at yeah, the end this- of the at the at the end of this, a lot of the times, a lot of these players depending on what the contract situation is, you ain't got to worry about that too much. But we got like the second or third highest cap in the league, I think. Maybe the first cap no, it's, space. It's not, it's not first. It's, it's, it's top okay. five for sure. I don't know. Yeah, but it's now, up but there. It's, so my point is, so I don't there. think we're going to be as worried about that if, we're, if we find a guy that we want. Yeah. So, yeah. The, and, and again, it, Dave made a great point. So when you do make a waiver claim, just to clarify what he said, you have to pick, you have to pick up the contract. So, if a, a major person gets cut, you you have to assume the contract with it. That's why some players shoot. That's why some players clear waivers because they don't. That mean which clearing waivers means that nobody picks them up. So if nobody picks them up, then you can sign them for any contract. You do your freedom to go choose too. But they you also get to choose. Correct. Great point. Great point. Because it's so, not yeah. it's not it's not a claim in it at that point. It's more of now you're it's like he's a free agent again. You can negotiate. They can get the picks. So here's another question. How how does the passing up situation work if a team is in front of you? How long do you wait before you could submit a claim on a player? I think it's pretty quick. I, yeah, it's it's cl- yeah, it's immediate. It's, I think there's I don't know the system, but it's pretty it's a quick. Deadline. Like, it's, it's, it's like a day. Typically it's like if somebody gets yeah. cut and go 20, to waivers yeah. by four PM the following day. Correct. That's that's your deadline to when you have to claim that player that you want. Correct. And then Absolutely. it goes based on the order. Correct correct there's a system that we we don't know like the exact system of how it works like but i'm sure that the the teams are notified who gets cut 
then there's a there's an order, and I don't know the, in, the inner workings of how that works, but yeah. It's a day, day typically. That question, yeah. Day, no, not typically. It is a it is the day. day. Four p.m. Twenty four. It's twenty four. Yeah, four p.m. The next day. That's when they clear. So if if we cut uh, somebody right now, four p.m. The next day, you have until that time to make the claim. By four a prime p.m. Example of that. A prime example of that was Marlon McCall. It was was uh, McCall. McCall got McCall, McCall was waived, and then the following day, the Patriots picked Patriots picked them up on waivers, so they had to take the contract. They were the highest on waivers when it came to that claim. Yep. Yep. All right. Any other final thoughts? We appreciate that, but that's why oh, ESPN is trying to get sold. So they're about yeah. to sell. So yeah, that's that. That's one of the major reasons why I like the, I I started this pod because some of the stuff I didn't I didn't understand, and so when I I did the research, I learned it. Then I started making videos on it, and like I like to teach that stuff because that's you know you got some people that nerd out on like film and all that stuff. That's that's dope, but I like I like the salary cap aspect. That is a fact. You have to add him to the roster. You can't stash him on the practice squad. So he has to go on the 53-man, which means somebody else has to get cut. Correct. Great point. Great point. Good good point, Jared. All right. All right. Uh, nobody got cut today other than McCall. We were talking about McCall. That was it. He got All right. Yesterday, uh, right? He got yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, my bad. All right, so with that said, man, I got to get out of here. Uh, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell while we get up out of here. 25,000 subscribers is the goal. We're going to holler at y'all, uh, you know, next Tuesday. Roster cut down. It's going to be a lit show. We'll see how what we got right, what we got wrong. We're going to man up if we got something wrong. And no more CJ Henderson tickets. Y'all are done. I try to get y'all the tickets. Y'all, de- y'all decline. Oh, last thing, last thing. Let, real quick, let me pull up uh, – Oh yeah, one for, more my day, HBCU, for my HBCU folk. For my HBCU, if you went to an HBCU or you like HBCUs, man, make sure you go to uh, HBCU uh, Legacy Fashion. Um, that is owned by my LB or our LB and his wife. While you pull that up, quick thing on the fantasy. Uh, reach me out on my Twitter. DM me on the Twitter handle if you're interested. I have out. like five. I have five dynasty slots remaining. Um, and I might have one redraft slot remaining. $50 buy-in for both. And I'm going to post it on Twitter too. Um, I'm shooting to try to have the draft the week of the league, the week of the, the week of uh, week one. I'm trying to figure that out right now. Uh, both of them are four-point PPRs. We're going to probably make the dynasty a super flex, which means you can draft two quarterbacks. But just remember that the dynasty is a commitment. It's going to be more than one year. You're going to pretty much draft your guys. You have to just trade with the players around you. Yeah, we're going to we're use a sleeper for We're going to be using sleeper. So shoot me a DM if you're interested. I'll add you in. Sean, I got slots left, man. Let me know. And this is legacy fashion. Yeah, really HBC great legacy stuff. Fa- yeah, and it's, it's kids stuff too. So they have kids yep. and uh, adults matching stuff. It's pretty dope. You can go to your local Belk. Uh, and check out the HBCU section. Um, they're all over. I mean, I'm talking about Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, 
uh, Georgia, uh, I said Georgia, North Carolina, and Charlotte, Greensboro, High Point, Lexington. It's all there. Dope, yep, that's one of them joints gear. right there. Yep. 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 They got some dope gear. Let me tell you something, man. They got some really phenomenal gear. Louisiana too, in Louisiana, Alabama. Yeah, man, check it out. Crabtree. You know, I got A&T because you know where I went, but they also got FAMU, they got Howard, they got North Carolina Central, and they're, they got Norfolk State, and they're expanding to more HBCUs, so they might have your HBCU. So check them out. Really good stuff. Yeah, yeah so FAMU, uh, Federal State, Hampton University, North Carolina A&T, Morehouse, Howard University, North Carolina Central, Norfolk State, Spelman, and Tuskegee. Those are the... Uh, the the spots they have available and she's expanding so all right um so yeah we'll hopefully she'll get john c smith soon i don't know where that stands but uh i'm sure she'll get it all right uh so with that said man yeah there's a fan man yeah go to fam use it's, it's up there it's up there man check it out fam you gear support support gear. support that joint yeah. All right, man. With that said, we get. With that said, we getting up out of here. Like, subscribe, notification bell, get in the comment, all that good stuff, man. We out of here. Peace out, y'all. Peace, guys. Oh man, shout out to the CJ train before I end it. One time for the CJ. Not yeah, he got his ticket before he. They they all sold out. No more tickets available. You on the outside looking in. It's too late. Don't even try to get on the CJ train. Get out. Get out. Not welcome. Y'all are not welcome. Peace out to y'all. Go CJ. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.